back to the Law of Attraction podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. In case you didn't know, I'm Natasha Graciano, and welcome to another amazing episode. Today, we are in the studio for the very first time. I'm so excited because it is just spectacular. We are here, and it feels so at home, and I'm just so excited because I've got a really special guest here with me today, a friend of mine, someone I recently spoke on stage with, and he's somebody who is inspiring millions of people. He's the mentor of mentors. He's someone who will just shell shock you with the way that he brings inspiration and motivation into your life. He talks about karmic debt. He talks about the law of attraction. He talks about manifestation from an angle you may never have heard it from before. But today here on this podcast, you're going to hear something that is going to blow your mind. Hopefully something that will change the outlook you have on your own life. And you'll be able to implement some of the techniques that he gives you today. Wes Watson is an ex-convict, motivational speaker, and is the founder of personal coaching firm Watson Fit, which aims to liberate people from mental prisons to help them achieve their health goals and beyond. Love the pun there. Wes talks about his journey from being pent up to personal development, right? Because that that's the right angle from where he's been from to where he is right now. He reveals the mindsets and vices that are keeping us stuck. Because so many of us are stuck. In fact, we're in our own prison sometimes. Sometimes we build a prison around us we don't even realize. And he will show you how to bang that down, get out of the constraints of what you built up in your mind. He's going to teach us how to exercise self-discipline, practice constructive self-talk, and commit to behaviors that will transform everybody into better humans, better husbands, better men, better fathers, people who want to be, better women, better children, better everything. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Wes Watson. So awesome to be here. I mean, when we spoke that night, uh, Elevator Nights, uh, with Dan Fleischman, it was just amazing because something, something stood out. I needed to know more about you. The second you said four years ago, I was homeless. I was like, damn, four years ago, I was in prison. And to see where we both came, I just knew that Everybody needed our message, both different audiences, different angles, but they needed our message. And the message was anybody with a certain level of self-mastery can manifest anything they can visualize. And self-mastery is basically discipline. You wouldn't look this way, be here, and have done everything you have and got as far as you have without having a vision and following through. And that's what people don't realize. Like anything you can visualize you can bring into fruition as long as you're disciplined enough to do the fucking work and i mean i just lay it out there i was in the penitentiary four and a half years ago now i'm a self-made multi-millionaire living a life of my design because i was disciplined enough because i dropped the negative vices because i did realize that our thoughts turn into things our self-talk is what's governing us and as long as we keep our thoughts actions and energy aligned with the future we want we can get anywhere we want god what an open that is everything like everything everything, everything. you know you're beautiful beautiful 100 percent. but the, the interesting thing is someone like you and i we were talking about this before the show started you know, we are already in the, the phase of self, self-actualization. We're further than that. We're in the, the, we're in the space of 
elevating to such a higher place where we're able to inspire so many people to get into a space where they can self-actualize, where they can realize the metaphysical exists, where they can realize that there is so much more out there than what they are experiencing in their day-to-day -day life right now. Yeah, that's the main thing is personal development is key. Yeah. Like it says presented by success. And people don't realize that your success will never exceed your level of personal development. Success is something you attract by the person you've become. So until your, your energy, your thoughts, and your actions are aligned with success, like quantum theory will set the, separate the two. Most people have a negative outlook or jealousy or envy attached to success. And they don't realize that if you have a negative emotion attached to a positive experience, you will actually, quantum theory proves that they'll separate the two. And what I've known forever was law of attraction is real. Mm -hmm. Because anytime I was producing, when I was in prison, I was stuck in a cell and I was sitting there just, why? Like, why? What is happening? Why don't they write me? Why don't they, why don't they miss me? Why don't they answer the phone? The question why in prison was debilitating. And finally one day I sat down and realized what I was doing. I was releasing a feeling I didn't wish to possess because that question why was victimization, it was pain, it was lack of understanding. As soon as I turned that question why into, I love you anyways, then I was finally releasing what I wanted to possess. I just said, I don't care why you're not here. I don't care where you're at. I love you anyways. And I'm going to create a man that you're proud of wow. starting today. And this is behind the cell door for over a year at a time. One time we went on lockdown on October 11th, 2011. I didn't come out. Look at January passed that year. It turned 2012. Well, I didn't step out of the cell again till past January again, the next year. Didn't come out one time. And I mean, over this time, I finally just started to realize that I can control how I feel internally by releasing to the universe, to the world, to everyone, to this collective whole that we all belong to, the collective consciousness that we all exist and belong to, what I wanted to feel. So I, I just realized over time that I was in control by what I was thinking, the energy I was releasing, and the actions I partook in, especially during times of adversity. That is so, like, I have goosebumps listening to it. It's like I can, I can almost, yeah, I can see what you were going through. And then what was it that, I see, I get what happened for me, very similar, when I was understanding why the world was, it felt like it was all against me. And suddenly I found myself with no money. I pushed away all my relationships. I pushed away my marriage. And there I was as a single mom. And all of a sudden, I, you know, I had no money. And I found myself on the street because I got into such a bad place, right? But I had created that because when we point the finger and we say, you're the problem, look how many fingers are pointing back at me. Three, right? I'm the problem. So for me, I just had to start to realize, no, it's not his problem, their problem, your problem. It's mine. Like, I need to sort me out first. I need to set my mind before I start pointing fingers at other people because before I'm perfect, no one else will be. I need to be perfect myself. I need to be better myself. What was, what was your technique that helped you to redirect that pointer, you know? I really just dug deep into karmic debt. What does that mean? So Car I'm not Karmic debt's easily explained this way. So there's going to be 24 hours a day. Okay. So every day is going to have 24 hours. Mm -hmm. We're punished with time by the universe for our negative acts. Mm -hmm. So say like someone you love is on the other, on the other line, on the other side of the phone, you're in prison or something and you 
send this energy to that person. Like you're not fucking doing enough for me and you're making them feel how you feel. So you put that energy on them. You're going to feel bad and you're going to feel regret after sending that energy to them. So about two hours after this, for about two to three to four hours after you've put that negative energy on someone, you're going to be stuck in that time and place. Like, and usually you'll be trying to justify it. Fuck them. They should have done stuff for me. Like, why aren't they there for me? You're blaming them, but you don't realize you don't have clarity to move forward in life. So you're still attached to that past event and you can gauge how many hours, like, and your negative behavior punishes you with time. So say you had someone, you came out of character for like four hours, you'd be stuck in that event trying to justify it until you finally said, I was wrong. I shouldn't have got at that person like that. And then you can be freed from it. But I was actually experiencing karmic debt for seven years for the violent act that sent me to prison to where I felt about seven years in that debt lift and I had extreme clarity. Most people are putting small amounts of karmic debt in their way in their life by lying to their spouses, by, by conducting themselves in with negative habits, vices, all these things. And it's even one time, this is so fucking stupid, but this is a level of like, level of intuition, level of awareness I had. I walked into a tanning salon and this was during the time of like, um, COVID or some shit. And they were like, where's your mask? And I didn't even say anything to the girl. Cause like I have, I control my actions for a very long time. Now, if I don't control my actions, I'm going back to fucking prison. So I, I don't act out on people. I don't yell at them. I don't freak out. I don't, I don't, I'm not violent or anything like that, but I didn't even go as far as having like a negative thought about her. Like you fucking asshole. You tell me to put on a mask. I didn't even do that. I just like sent her bad energy. For two hours after, I was like stuck on that moment. Like, why'd she even get at me like that? What's she doing? And then till finally, I was like, hey, I did something wrong. So anytime you feel negative inside, you did something. Mm -hmm. So you're paying for that event. So there was 24 hours, but two were taken from me because I gave someone negative energy. I'm feeling that. And depending on the event, it's an eye for an eye. Everything's an eye for an eye. How bad did you inflict pain on that person? Mm. To where seven years later, I finally was lifted from the pain I put on this victim of my case. And I mean, the thing is, is we're always being held under by our ability to have clarity and move forward. That's what karmic did is, you're being punished. You don't have 24 clear hours of the day. And once I finally quit having any vices, no drugs, no drink, no alcohol, no nothing like that, no porn, nothing. And then I, I just, I lived a life based on gratitude because gratitude truly opens the door to higher intelligence. So once I lived a life based on just a grateful heart, even though I was in prison, I really was able to move forward with clarity very fast. And since then, I just started constructing the person because I, I really tell people a lot, you suck at being you. How are you going to be good at anything? And they're like, what do you mean I suck at being me? I'm like, you fucking suck at being you straight up. And they're like, you don't even know me. I'm like, well, listen, how are you going to be a good doctor, a good dad, a good entrepreneur, good anything if you're not good at being you? They're like, Wes, you don't know me. How do you know I suck at being me? I'm like, how many times did you break your word yourself today? And they're like, oh, yeah. People who break their word to themselves consistently don't realize they suck at being them. Until you don't suck at being you, you're not going to be good at being any of these things you're trying to be. So once I was good at being me, holding my word to myself without fail. I've held my word to myself without fail for 15 years in the hardest of areas, diet, nutrition, wake up time, waking up at 2:45 every morning for 15 years, never missing a workout for 15 years, staying in single digit body fat for 15 years. And people are like, what does that have to do with business or being all these other things? 
These are the only things that are under our control. Nothing else is under your control fully. So the things that are fully under your control, once you learn how to control them, then you're good at being you. Now you can, if you're controlling these external choices, these actions that we all say we're gonna do next month, next week, next year, then you really, once those are non-negotiable, the stuff that you say you're gonna do, your workout, your diet, your reading, your journaling, anything you're doing on the regular, once those are non-negotiable, then you can drift inside and now those are set. No energy gets spent on those and all your energy is spent internally watching yourself talk, knowing you're the awareness behind your thoughts and emotions. So all energy is internal construction instead of external because you made your daily habits non-negotiable. So I mean, once I started to drift internally and know that all external work is actually internal work, that's when I grew exponentially. And I walked out of those prison gates and I told everyone, they stood there, they knew I had a level of discipline they'd never seen. And as I walked out, I told them, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And as I walked out, they watched it. Now they see me on Instagram, they see me on all these social media outlets. And they knew and, it. And they, they knew that with those habits, a man would be successful. 100%. So, so I wanna tell everybody watching, everybody watching, your habits determine your future. There's nothing different between anybody watching this other than a man's habits. And Confucius said that well before we were ever, ever born. Goosebumps, this is so powerful. Habits are everything. They define us because by the age of about 30, it's proven scientifically, we are literally an amalgamation of our habits. So we are a bag of habits. We're walking around and it's just who we've become across the previous years. But some people are living by other people's habits. So they're not actually living as you or I with disciplines. Do you get up at 2.45 in the morning? 2.45 every morning. Are you serious? Because it's difficult every morning, but people don't know this. Look it up, Dr. Joe Dispenza, yeah. Saguru. I didn't know I was doing this. This is the significance. Everybody, yeah. this is the significance in prison. If you want to use like the bathroom and do all your stuff before everyone's up, you got to get up early. So I just got up at 2.45. I was like, I'm just going to get up at 2.45. That way I can use the bathroom, brush my teeth, do all my stuff, have my coffee. And then when four o'clock count comes, when the cops come count you, make sure you didn't fucking escape. They can be like, okay, he's on his rack. So I would do all my morning stuff, do a quick workout, stretch or something, really spend some alone time, spend that time in solitude, and then I would get on my rack. I would get on my rack at about 3.30 and write in my journal till 4. All my greatest teachings came at 3.40 a.m. And I didn't realize till about a year and a half ago, most spiritual teachers say you're most directly aligned with your purpose on this planet at 3.40 a.m. From Joe Dispenza to Saguru, just type in the power of 3.40 a.m. Type it in YouTube, you guys, and watch the videos from these spiritual teachers that will tell you that. And then in your own life, I got the chills right now so bad. Yeah, I can see. So bad. Like, literally, in your own life, when you're really aligned and you're doing everything you should, watch how that's like the witching hour and you wake up to use the bathroom or you wake up and you can't sleep for some reason at that time, you're being called to greatness. This is so nice. I've been waking up at 3 every morning. It, and now I'm understanding. So you get up and you start your day then. Get up so and start my day. And what time do you go to bed? I really have no bedtime. A lot of people ask that as like it's a scapegoat. Like, well, if I went to sleep late, late West, yeah. I don't have to get up at 2.45. The night when we left Dan Fleischman's birthday party yeah, even, yeah, yeah. like it was, I left LA at one o'clock in the morning. I came home and I still got up at 2.45 because there's one thing I solely believe in, and this is the basis of my life, is that I'm an offering to the world. Mm -hmm. 
I am the man I always needed, a fucking man who would hold his word no matter what on these disciplines. And the whole thing was is I looked around and didn't see the man I needed because he was drinking, he was smoking, he was working out sometimes when it fit him. But my whole thing is I'm going to do it without fail, not negotiable, because these are the things that really brought me into a high frequency mindset. And what I tell people is your frequency is what you frequently see. So if I'm in a high frequency mindset all the time, I see a winner in you. I see wins all around me. People don't realize when they're in a low frequency mindset, because they didn't answer the call of their conscience, their conscience is calling you to do certain things. That's your heart telling you, Hey, Drop that 10 pounds. Hey, don't eat that. Like that's God. That's like, that's the universe speaking to you in your soul. Like your call of your conscience is what you need to answer every day. And when you don't answer that, you suffer. You're in a low frequency mindset. You'll usually do stuff that has you operate in a form of shame and guilt. Most people are in a shame and guilt spiral from what they ate, what they drank, what they said, what they did. And that's the lowest frequency on the chart is shame and guilt. So when people are in a low frequency mindset, they see losing all around them and they tend to bash others and they tend to not lift others. They, they see the worst. They see problems. Mm -hmm. I live in such a high frequency mindset. I only see solutions and I only see how clearly we can like solve everything. So I've built a massive business. I've helped millions of people and directly worked with tens of thousands a year. And the thing is, is the world is not as it is. The world is as you are. And so till you like really learn to like, be accountable and responsible as a man, as a woman for your internal state, you're always going to see an obstructive view. Your, your perception is flawed. Yes. This is absolutely amazing. I mean, if somebody is not taking something that is life changing here today, take the pen out. Yeah. yeah, yeah fucking take the pen out. Stop writing. That's when we learn. Your Let's frequency see. is what you frequently see. see. You, you know, you were at a low. And so you saw low in mm-hmm. that person you mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And it was just a moment that was easily altered by Two things, peak physical performance, exercise, Mm -hmm. or this, becoming the source of what you seek. If you seek inner peace, go give it to someone. If you're lonely, make someone not. Like this is like an AA premise that everybody knows. If you want to stay sober, keep someone sober. Like why do we not get this? Why do we remove ourselves from the world when we feel like shit? When this is the problem. This is the problem because everyone really believes what they, everyone secretly thinks the world owes them something. Mm-hmm. But in all reality, what you believe the world owes you is what you owe the world. Beautiful, because you are a magnet to what you attract. Literally, like you walk around. I'm covered in chills the whole show. Yeah, because you're <laughs> preaching the truth. You're it's crazy. Truth. If you sit and you ever see this beautiful soul here, his eyes glow with truth. Like. You can see authenticity. I've had chills the whole time. Like, literally, zoom in. So beautiful. Fucking love it. This is magnetism at the highest frequency. This is the law of attraction. This is the law of reciprocation. This is the laws of the universe. You are what you attract. It's not a freak fluke that you are on the biggest stages, that you were just on Andy Frisella's podcast, that you were just on another big, you know, thing the other day with this one. And that you're always doing amazing things. Success is being attracted to you. The most amazing things in life, abundance and an amazing family and all these things are being attracted to you because of what you emulate, because your frequency is so fucking high, but people don't get these. And I always say to people, you are what you attract. So when I was attracting a bad relationship into my life, when I was having bad times in my in my life, it's because I wasn't playing at my 100%. 100%. Oh, you always hear, 
and keep attracting douchebags. No, honey, you don't keep attracting douchebags. You are the douchebag. Oh. Hey, my name is Natasha Graziano. I would love to invite you to my book club, which is hosted every week live on Zoom with me and loads of VIP coaches that we bring in every time for you. VIP coaches like John Asaraf from The Secret, Michael Beckwith from The Secret, and some of my A-list stars and Selling Sunset Girls that you may know of. I can't wait to get to know you. I can't wait to help you unlock the code to the law of attraction, unlock the code to abundance, unlock the code to what you truly want in your life. You see, it's just literally a switch. Once I learned to turn it on, my life changed dramatically. I went from a girl who had nothing in the bank account, hundreds of thousands in debt. I was a girl who was kind of trapped in her own mind. I guess I thought life was as it was, and it would never get any better, and money would never come into my life. And then I turned on the code, the code to the law of attraction, understanding the neuroscience behind it, understanding the ancient wisdom behind it, and my life changed dramatically. And here I am now showing you how you too can transform your life. When you come, you'll be around other successful entrepreneurs, other people who are also wanting to better their life. I can't wait to show you how you too can better your life. Come and join us. It's all available inside of the app. Click the link below and I'll see you there. When I was a dope fiend, loser, drug dealer, violent motherfucker, I had the worst people around me. Now I've cultivated, like literally, I love my followers. In my hardest times on the street and in prison, they were there for me. I don't think you guys realize like the exchange we all have through technology and how like by giving front end value to everybody online, you will create a space of people who are there for you in your lowest times. And everyone knows those strangers are more supportive than your everyone in proximity to you. Because we, this is law of attraction. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Like you're putting out your heart, your soul, your beliefs, and everything you are. And these people are just like, I agree with you. And they'll add shit to you. They'll be, you'll, you'll think you have the craziest topic, power of 340 AM and, and separateness is an illusion and all this shit. And then some person comes in from Australia <laughs> and teaches you something and adds to it. And you're like, Holy fuck, this is what we're doing here. We're compounding knowledge and wisdom yes. at a high level using the internet when so many foolish fucks out there are like, the internet's bad. It's what you're using it for, like she said with the relationship. If, if the internet's bad, it's because you're bad on the internet. Yes. If, if, if you're attracting a douchebag, you're the douchebag. Like, yes. what the fuck don't they get about 100%. it? 100%. You are literally what you put out in this the world. This is so, uh, that's... The internet is the greatest tool for law of attraction. We all, it's your resume to the fucking world, you guys. This is your resume to the world. I have the most beautiful life from social media. What the fuck? We all have the same blank white squares. Get the fucking business. Yes. Wake up and share what worked for you each day. The, the life is a mirror. It's not a window. You don't have to make content. Tell them what worked for you. So heal your fucking self and teach others to do the same. How do you heal yourself? Well, what's causing you pain? Is it your negative thoughts? Is it your anxiety? Are you drinking too much? Are you overeating? Step in the fucking mirror and be honest right now. And then have your conscience guide you to the action. If you don't know directly what to do, work with someone like me or Natasha. And this is what we, this is what we know is our purpose because there are certain people, you guys, like self-actualization is real. And when someone's self-actualized, you'll see that it's a lot about them. 
But when someone like me and Natasha, when we speak and when we put our stuff out there, you realize we're doing it for our audience. That's someone who's transcended self. They're fully committed to growth. They're fully committed to a path. They've transcended self and feelings and emotions, and they've stepped into their purpose. You can't do it at this level or this level if you are yet to transcend self. So you guys who are stuck in a phase of self-actualization, you'll be able to notify this as you're very judgmental and you, you assess people a lot in a negative way. The only way to transcend that, that high stage of actualization is to know that it's your job to work on those people you're judging. And that is exactly it. That's what we do. We do that. We connect in community with people. And you just said one of the most powerful things. They say in my life. Yes. They, over and over again. They add to what you're saying. It's a compound effect. So you come out, you preach life into somebody, and then they just say one thing that just adds and creates this beautiful pyramid of abundant knowledge. Knowledge is power. There's nothing greater than someone affirming something you knew in your heart because yes. that proves infinite intelligence is real. Yes. Well, I looked at quotes, books of quotes, and I this is when I knew infinite intelligence was real. God, the universe, whatever created, there's a centralized intelligence. That's all I know. And I knew it was real when I looked at quote books and people from Confucius to Ben Franklin said the same thing just in different words. So at that point, I knew they were all downloading it from somewhere. So these universal downloads can only be really received when you're the antenna you're supposed to be. And the only time you'll ever fully be the antenna that can download universal wisdom and knowledge is if one, you have a grateful heart and two, that you're fully aligned. Full alignment is thoughts, actions, and energy that are aligned with your outcome, your purpose. And like I tell everybody who's ever fucking followed me, I've summed up our life's purpose clearer than anyone I've ever fucking seen. And I was sitting on my prison rack and I knew what I must be when I, when this came to me. And it was that you have to create the individual you admire in all ways and give that person to the world. Yeah. So that's what, so that is Maslow's law of hierarchy right. of growth needs. Yeah. Self-actualization, creating the person you admire in all ways, and then what? Transcending self to give that person to the world. I didn't realize that that simple sentence fit one of the greatest teachers of all times, hierarchy of growth needs. And then I, I compared the two and I'm like, holy shit, I have the chills still, you guys. What the fuck? This is, anybody, the energy in this room is amazing. Thank yes. you. Thank this, you. you. We have a very powerful room right here. This is everyone's exceptionally mindful spiritual beings and ready to put what you are saying out to the world. That's that's why you're so. Um, we all. We you're yeah. You're, but you're so sought after as somebody to be on shows. You know, I speak to you like a friend because you are. You know, like you're. We're having a conversation like we're literally off camera right now, but this is it because you have something which is so powerful. Your gift, you realized it. You know, your gift is so profound that it's so obvious. Like anyone comes in your presence within one minute, they're like, oh my God, I met some of your mentees at the event. They're, they're literally sitting around them and they're just like, he is the most amazing mentor. And they're mini yous. They're like the sweetest, coolest guys. And, you know, and what I love about you is you show men, you don't have to always be so fucking hard. No, they're not hard. They're hurt. Hurt. They're hurt. Until you're healing others, you're in, it's literally like, you're never going to be able to, it, Aurelia said straight, not straightened. 
every piece of pain, every problem you have, you have to heal daily. And that's your gift. You're continually healing it to where you get so good at it, yeah. you heal it very quickly. Yeah. And then you teach others to do the same. It's that belief in it, but it's straight, never straightened. Every day I'm going to wake up which with what I call inherently negative. I'm inherently negative. But then I sat and thought, I said, how, what the, the audacity, the ego of people. So collectively as a community and as the United States, the world, we would say that the most coveted thing is inner peace, right? So being, having peace inside is the most coveted state as a human. So why the fuck is everyone believe that they should just get that for free in the morning? Just, Hey, and then they're shocked that they don't feel good in the morning. You didn't fucking earn it. So there is a process every day that everyone must go through. And I teach this process yes. to a T. There is a morning process mm -hmm. every day of removal. Okay. So everyone says, Wes, why do you get up at 2.45? Uh, that's crazy. Why do you go to the gym at 4 a.m.? It's the same gym at 4 p.m. You go at 4 and they tell me all these things. Why do you do this? What do you get from it? I said, do you not understand what this is? It's what I get rid of. I'm not going to the gym to get muscles. I'm going to the gym to get rid of limiting beliefs. I'm not waking up at 2.45 to get anything special. I'm waking up at 2.45 so that I can get rid of any negative internal traits or energy I have before everybody I love wakes up. Like I want to be my perfect self before the world even gets up. That's a leader. That like I owe them. I owe everybody. I got a second chance at life. And I love that. And by the way, listening to this today, you have a second chance of life. Right now they do, you, right now. And you, everybody has right this second. You don't have to wait until December the 31st at midnight to get a new year to start a new day. I hate that What's shit. Then? Why do they wait till then? You know, and I was guilty of it too. I used to sit at the end of the year and I'm like, the new year's beginning. Let me write out my new year's resolutions, bitch, please. You probably forgot them by February. Get them, get them, get them, let them know. Every day and write your I new commandments to yourself. Moment by moment. Commit every day. Like the new year for me is every single day. You know what I do? Every single day. Like you, I'm committed. And this is one of my habits. I have a book somewhat like this. And inside of it is a journal. And it's called my Once Upon a Time Journal. And inside of it, every single day, I write Natasha, third person past tense, Natasha blah, 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 reached another 1,000 people today, or she touched another soul, she saved her Massive. life, you know, and, and literally- You're an offering. Yeah, so I write about how my week went, how my day went in the past tense already. I deliberately write it down, intentionally decide. See, if, if people don't realize what reading and journaling does, reading teaches you about the world, journaling teaches you about yourself. Mm. So when you can write down on paper, I have people write down their higher self construction. So if someone wants to really remake their identity and who they are, I have them write it out. I'm like, let's create your 10.0 self, your higher self. Yeah. And I have them write out the appearance, honest appearance at their greatest level, the actions that they partake in and that they don't, the, the energy that they operate from and how people feel them, and then their demeanor. So they create this individual. And I've worked with, literally, I've, I've, one of the most famous actors on the planet came down to have dinner with me the other day. Literally, everybody knows him, the most I famous. Know who he is because you talked before. Yeah, and, He's big. Yeah, I was and like, he had dinner. He with came him? down to have dinner with me you, personally. You and mentor he, him. Yeah, yeah, I mentored his son, and he said, um, "He said, Wes, how did you, of all people, get my son in this level of discipline and change his habits and his mindset this much?" We took him to every rehab, everywhere. I mean, he went everywhere at the highest dollars. How the fuck did you do it? And I'm like. Come on, 
you serious? And I look at him, I'm like, you fucking serious? And he's like, yeah, I'm dead serious. I'm like, so you played this role of this famous individual, this, that we all seen, like famous movie. I'm like, when you were that character, it stuck with you for a while, right? He's like, yeah, 18 months later, I was still acting like that character. It'd be funny if I could tell you, but NDAs and everything. But, um, so I said, well, we created a character for your son. We created this 10.0 self that he operates from. Mm. And we had him operate from this character day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out, habitually, till we habitually constructed a new mindset around this character. And he was impervious to fail. It felt so good to be that better person that the latter fell away. You don't focus on, I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink. You find more purpose and the latter falls away. You don't focus on the thing you're trying to get rid of. No. You focus on something greater, something of purpose, and you watch how everything that means nothing falls away. Hey, Wes, is it hard to not go drink anymore? None of this? What the fuck? I've saved millions of people. I work with the most beautiful souls and individuals every day. Like when she was talking about my followers that came to the event, I started to tear up. Like that's how much power we have attached to like those who supported and loved us. I was in prison, you guys, on a cell phone, posting on Instagram, and I posted for five years on a cell phone in prison, a burner cell phone on Instagram. Go on my Instagram, scroll down. That's... I was in prison the whole time. All the pictures are in black and white for five years, and then the day I get out, boom, color pick. And I said, hey, I'm re-emerging into society. And I told everyone, watch this. When a man has a mindset like this, energy like this, and habits like this, he will be successful. And I've proved it all to a T. I don't think anyone really does documented like from prison exiting prison and this level of success ever in the history to a t like i did but i did it for one reason to prove my fucking point that if a man is right his world will be right that is so powerful fucking crazy that is, i have goosebumps that, oh, it, like, literally, like, like, that is that is, i have to come down after a podcast like this people, no, I know. people need stuff to get high like He's, have you ever been at this level of frequency like every, this is this is this is the high. Like when you're driving back, this is a funny thing. You're driving to the gym and you're playing that song you think you like. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm bumping. I'm going to the gym. I get some motivation. But then when you leave the gym and you like were you were giving your heart to people, you're trying your hardest to help everyone, you crush that workout, nothing but positive thoughts. Now you're leaving, you tears of gratitude, the song's loud, you're singing, and you're just like, Man, that's that stage of enlightenment where nothing exists. You're in complete flow state. You're just radiating the craziest energy. And at that moment, you're like, this is what everybody's after in life, this feeling. And I'm in a Rolls Royce or a Maybach or one of my Lamborghinis or whatever. And people are like, well, that's probably why. Trust me, no. that all falls away when you realize that everybody who operates from a pure soul good energy, good intentions, and they just stay disciplined and successful. Then we realized, like, we were at a, a party the other night, and the guy says, oh, that's me in the picture in the rolls. And I said, so you drove a car? And he's like, no, that's me by the rolls. I said, you drove here in a car. And he, I'm like, all of us have Rolls Royces. He has two. He has three. I have two. He has one. Like, it's a car, bro. And this they, is how I see when people talk. Yeah, when they talk about the assets, I'm like, now tell me about it. You're your greatest yes. asset. That's that's the most sickening thing. That's the most sickening thing. When people say, um, 
it's not all about money, Wes. And I say, I know, that's why I get up to work on me, my greatest asset, at 2.45 every morning. And I'm like, I only saw you get up to go to your job for small amounts of money. So it seems like to me, you're all about the money. And I was all about developing the best person as I got up at 2.45 every morning for 15 years straight to make myself better to then teach you. What'd you do again? You slept in every day. You didn't have to get up for money. And when you did get up early, it was only for money. So who's about the money again? But we just, we have to teach people by really sitting down and packaging my goal and my life's journey. I mean, I wrote my book, Non-Negotiable, Non-Negotiable by Wes Watson. You can get on Amazon, whatever, but um, it's, it's called Non-Negotiable, 10 Years Incarcerated, Building the Unbreakable Mindset. I mean, it was an uh, international bestseller in uh, the first four weeks. We've done like over 400,000 copies. And, but the, the biggest thing is on social media, people tag you in it. They're reading your book and they tag you in it. And you get to see an individual's face and what you wrote and how it affects them. You guys, if you stopped drinking, if you lost five pounds, if you quit smoking, if you swore off negativity, do you know how fucking valuable you are to someone who is still under that spell? I want everyone to know how valuable they are. If they've worked on themselves and healed themselves in any way, because as a human, that's your job. The only job you have as a fucking human is to heal yourself and teach others to do the same. That is it. Watch, guys, this is so good. It's so like, good. I'm so sweating. Good. I got the chills. What if you want my my final question? I love it. My final question. The sickening thing is, I could go for five hours with you for like literally. I'm gonna harass my buddy on the way home in the car. Like, oh, I'm gonna talk about growth. He's like, shut the fuck up. Let's go make some money. This is the same thing, the same hate that we used to get when we did the drugs. It's a. It's, it's, the, it's the one without the downside. Yes, it doesn't it's have the one shit cut down. That's what we're after. And it's exactly, that's what we're seeking all along. You know when people do drugs, when I used to be in that situation, pre-everything I went through, that's how I got into my mess. When I did that, it's because I'm craving the direct light. I'm trying those, to create that. I'm those trying to people, that. those people, they use because they have so much strong emotion and they don't realize that their level of emotional intelligence, EQ, is what's going to heal this world. There's abundant information. IQ is everywhere. We can learn at any time all our shit. But why is nobody learning? It's because they don't have the emotional intelligence to control themselves, to sit down and absorb that knowledge that's everywhere. Like, EQ is going to solve the world. Emotional intelligence is going to solve the world. And the addicts, the people who sought vices, the people who are alcoholics, addicts, and all these type of people, they're the most committed. They're the strongest. They were committing to something that was destroying them because their heart is so open and they have so much fucking love and so much strength and they're, they're, they're feeling so strongly. I'm like that. Like the old, emotional motivators is what got me through prison. Like I didn't have anybody. No one came and visited me. Like nothing good was going on, but every day I got on the floor in that puddle of sweat with those tears. And I was just thinking about, I'm going to create a man for my future wife or my future son. And it just became the world. I got my palm read the other day and I don't even believe in that stuff. Right? I try not to believe in it, but he made me a believer. And now I believe in all that. Cause like this guy read my palm and he said, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? And he's like, your divine line is deeper than mine. And you have it on both hands. And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, you're, you're a healer. He's like, what do you do? And I'm like, 
well, I kind of do that. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. You have an A on your left palm. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you have an A on your left palm. And he shows me a picture of the world. And like, you have a big divine line on both hands and A on your left palm. And he shows me a picture of the world in between the hands like this. And he said, you're a world healer. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, and guess what? You don't do any of it for you. And I'm like, that's like something I say. Like, yeah. I tell my clients when they wake up in the morning at super early that it's not about them. They're doing it for their kids, their wife, their friends, their mom, their dad, the world. Like, and and then he went to saying, hold your hand like this. And I held my hand like this. And he said, you have one love line. He's like, you love everybody. He's like, you bring love to the world. And I'm like, fuck. You, you like, said this when I met you. Yes, I was said, so crazy. You said, I'm a dad to every child. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a father to the world. You remind me of like a new time savior. Like you, you have such a powerful, powerful story. And Wes, I could do this with you all day. It's the best time I've had in a while. Honestly, I am so excited. You guys, if you've enjoyed today as much as us, we're going to bring you back to part two. This, this, was, is, this is crazy. This has been so beautiful. Sometimes you connect with a soul and you know why. When you sit and you jam, like, you are so inspiring. I'm going to go back and watch this. Like, and share this with a friend. Someone today, share this with a friend. His Instagram is so empowering just to watch and listen to every you single day. Pour my day. soul into everything. Everything. Like, you put your world into it. It's so beautiful. So follow Wes on Instagram. His handles will be below in the links, but it's Wes Watson. Yeah, uh, WesWatson.com, and then um, Watson underscore fit on Instagram, and then uh, GP Penitentiary Life on YouTube. And I mean, you guys, like, any topics that stuck out to you, do the next step. Mm -hmm. If your conscience is calling you, just say, hey, what was that thing he said about this? Like, do the next step and research it, and then the next one, and then yes. the next one. And really just know that... All the success you want is on the other side of answering the call of your conscience, listening to your heart. Beautiful. I'm going to put everything below. His book is absolutely amazing, by the way. So if you want to get yourself a copy of Wes's book, you can get that. The link is below. So make sure you grab yourself a copy. Follow him on Instagram and DM him. And by the way, the craziest thing ever, when you actually text him, because a lot of people say, text me, and that people text you back or an automated service text you back. When he says, text me, he legit texts you back. I, I love it. Yeah, um, like he, I've seen him sitting with me this morning. One of, one of my team came to me, she said, I text Wes and he texts me back. And then he showed me, no, that was me. I actually text. So when you send him the question today, you listen today, and you have a question for him, send him a text. He's going to reply. Like, it's him. How he manages to get to so many of you. In a I, owe, I owe the world. I just, oh, I owe everything beautiful. to everybody that was ever good to me when I, when I was coming up. And, and you know, the thing is, is, uh, you know, love ain't lies. So people are going to go to some of my content and be like, man, this is, this is pretty harsh, but it's what I needed to hear. A lot of my stuff is the real deep truth because I really know that you know, it's about being stern with self and kind to others. And our definition of kindness is flawed. We're lying to each other and calling it kind. Hey, let me be real kind to people and just actually tell them what's going to work and then do the work with them. Yes. That's what I want. I love that. I love that. Take action. Don't just listen today and don't do it. Go do something kind for somebody. Go do something that you have learned from Wes, someone who has transformed his life and is now helping millions and making a ridiculous amount of money doing so because he's in his purpose. He's in alignment. That's it. When you're in your purpose, when you're on your purpose and not on Wes or Natasha, this is when we're at our most elevated state. And this is where we're most free. Like, 
the real world and what everybody like does and they think is self-serving is desire-based. It's It really takes us away from who we are and our deepest purpose. So I just want everyone to know that your purpose really is that simple, to create the person that you unbiasedly admire in all ways and then start to give that person to the world in every way you can. Amazing. What beautiful final words. That was so good. I am so grateful to you guys. If you've enjoyed today's show, like, comment, subscribe, depending on what platform you're on, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to mine, Natasha Graziano. I'm so excited to have been here with you today. Wes, thank you so much for coming. Amazing. You are such a beautiful soul and I can't wait for part two. It's so good. I, this is what I want everyone to know is just like what this can bring you. And I mean, just connecting to yourself at a deeper level and knowing you have a greater purpose. You're not supposed to just be fucking walking aimlessly through life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. Love you. Thank you so much.